Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking finding the free on vacation. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. So it's no secret that we're here all about saving money, especially when we travel. It's about finding great deals and saving money so that we can experience a city and all that city has to offer without breaking our budget. And You know, we love finding cool, free stuff to do while we're traveling because everybody always thinks, you know, when you're traveling, it means you have to spend a ton of money. And that just, it isn't true. Yeah, well, I mean, isn't free better anyway? Well, it depends. (laughs) There are some times where free isn't necessarily better, but, 
when when you're traveling. Well, I mean, I mean, if you're if you you have something cool, a cool event to go to, or you know, uh, a place in a city that you want to see, you know, a lot of times they're free, and maybe we don't always think about that. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the point. Like when you're traveling, you you're automatically in the brain set that you have to spend money. You know, you're spending money on your hotel or where you're staying and where you're eating, and so you just think, well, it just I have to spend money on the stuff I'm going to do too. But there's a real balancing act that can come in there. Yeah, and we've seen these lists. A lot, a lot of places have lists, Lonely Planet, Thrill Lists, about free stuff to do in basically any city you want to go to in the world. I mean, you know, let's just take the United States, uh, Los Angeles, uh, New York, Chicago. You know, so many places have everywhere kind of has free stuff. Believe it or not, they have free things. And so hopefully this is maybe how, how we kind of do things and, and, and a list that we kind of came up with our own here and a little bit of examples of how to find free stuff and some free stuff on cities we've actually covered uh, in the podcast last year. Yeah. And hopefully it just, it just unleashes in, in your own brain thinking about, you know, especially if you're traveling over the holidays or, or over the new year, that there are ways to experience cities where, again, you can balance, you know, maybe going to a great dinner with doing some free activities. Yeah. I mean, maybe you have to go spend a lot of money to go to that city, but maybe you could find the cool free things to do while you're in that city. And also too, think about your own city or think about a city you kind of live nearby and going, oh yeah, let, let's go check out such and such, in, you know, in whatever city you, you're kind of near or in your own city. Right, so I think the hashtag for this podcast is free is the new cool. Free is the new cool. Finding the free is what we're talking about here. So one of the things I love to do when you go to a city and we're either in a hotel room or Airbnb is watch the local news. A, I just have some sort of fascination with the local news of just seeing, you know, if they're different. You know, we're we're here in L.A. and we have a bunch of tan, blonde newscasters and uh, even though I'm pretty much fit all the stereotypes. Yeah, exactly. But... um, um, I even do this with a lot of other countries too. I love I love watching local news, even though I don't understand the language. I'll look at it and go, "This is this is awesome." Um, you know, even when I've been in in, in Ireland and they have uh, they have a, a different news network that actually is in Irish. It's like things like that. So, but you could really find cool, interesting things on the local news. They'll have events. They'll talk about festivals. You can get the vibe of the city, kind of what they're doing, what's going on. Um, you know, if there's, if, of course, if there's news, if there's something going on, you know, like, like crime and stuff like that. So, you know, that's just something I lo- like to do when, when we go to a city or if I'm just out and about and stuff like that. Like last time when I was in Memphis, um, I actually saw a local news report and they had all the spring and summer concerts that are coming up throughout Memphis. Um, this was, you know, past spring and stuff. So I was like, oh, cool. Those are really interesting things. I ended up writing about it. So, you know, that's how you can find a lot of different things to do. Yeah, and you can even, you know, from watching the, the local news, find out about traffic patterns if yeah. you're driving around. Mm-hmm. Like in L.A., you know, you might look Weather. at the traffic and yeah. go, I'm not going to venture out, you know. Yeah. But other cities, you can figure out different patterns and, and when you want to go out and explore. Yeah. And then I think another great thing that we like to do is, is this is my favorite thing whenever I land in a new place, is walk the city. Because, you know, walking around, you can really explore better. You get 
the lay of the land, you discover new neighborhoods, and then, you know, you're not having to pay for transportation, even if you spend a little on, you know, a Lyft or an Uber ride back to the hotel, it's still not, you know, as much as you would on gas and, and a car rental. Yeah, and especially if you find those cities that are walkable cities, too. I mean, uh, there's some cities that are obviously are not, but you could probably at least, you know, land down in, in a section of the city. So, like, say if you come to Los Angeles, maybe you can go to Santa Monica or, or downtown L.A. or something like that and just kind of walk around that area and then take a lift back wherever you're staying or something. And most cities, they tend to have a free walking tour. Yeah. Like when we were in Stockholm, they had free walking tours. And, you know, they were, again, just a way for you to figure out how the city is laid out, especially in those cities that are really walkable cities. Like in L.A., you, you would just have to be in a certain neighborhood to take a walking tour because of the nature of the city. But you know, if you're in one of those cities where they're extremely walkable, taking advantage of those free tours is great. Yeah. And like one time I, I went to New York and I kind of spent almost the entire day by myself and I, I walked everywhere and just kind of went to all the different neighborhoods that I've never been before or, or want to explore more areas and stuff. And, and it was awesome. You know, I was dead tired by the end, but I really walked kind of everywhere I, I really wanted to go to. And it's a good tip to lose weight when you're on exactly. vacation because you can eat a ton, but if you're walking <laughs> Walking around, you'd be yeah. surprised. Yeah, then you don't have to work out. Exactly. That is your workout. Uh, one other thing, too, these days, obviously, festivals are, are popular in so many different forms. But one thing to do is you, you could also find this on the local news, like, like I mentioned before, online, is find festivals in, you know, the area that you're going to go to. You know, they, they this, this, uh, you know, these days there's festivals all year long in so many different cities, you know, even winter festivals and stuff. But depending on where you are, you can find you know festivals based on on music, on art, on food, other outdoor activities. You know, like places like Chicago, they have literally like hundreds of festivals a year, including like their big Italian one and and Greek one that they have every summer and fall. Yeah, and those are awesome. Like, if you can go to a city and you can catch one of those sort of specialty food festivals, mm -hmm. I mean, you could try so many different flavors of the yeah. city without spending a ton of money and be enjoying, you know, walking around the festival and just seeing people. Yeah, I mean, probably most time the, the food might be a little bit cheaper because it's probably, you know, maybe street food. or And these days, too, look how many festivals they'll have. And there's, you know, food trucks. And, and that almost becomes overwhelming. You're like, oh, I want to try that food truck. Or I want to try that food truck. I want to try. And then also you're, you're going to get a local cuisine, too, which is which is really interesting as well. And then you just do more walking to yeah, walk off all exactly. that food that you ate. Uh, you know, one of my favorite things that I love is anywhere around water, especially a beach, whether it's the Pacific, the Atlantic Ocean, lakes, rivers, any place where there's a body a river. of water, a river, a stream I'll even take, a trickle. It just There's something about water to me that's really relaxing. But it's a great place, too, for you to bring a picnic or relax by the water and just hang out and kind of detox, you know, really like get away from everything, put your cell phone away and just experience nature. Yeah. Well, I think, I think, uh, you know, a lot of us really love to just find a place where there's water, you know, in a, say in a European city and, and there's bridges and you just kind of just look out just at a harbor or something like that and just kind of chill. And, and, and you, again, you get to kind of know the city a little bit more and you could find, you know, different architecture. You could find, you know, do some people watching and, and stuff like that. I mean, like this past weekend, we just went to one of our local beaches in Malibu just to chill out. Right. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, it doesn't have to be when you're on vacation. It could be where you live. It just, you know, is, is a place, I think, of, like, 
extreme peace for me. I know a lot of people feel the same way, but especially if you're in a city and you're doing a lot of walking, you're doing a lot of exploring, it's nice to find something that is peaceful, that you enjoy in nature to just kind of like bring yourself back to, okay, I'm on vacation. I don't have to go, you know, 500 miles an hour. We can find time to relax and just, again, detox. It's the whole reason you're on vacation. Yeah. Um, the next thing we're, that we've kind of mentioned before is talk to locals. And, you know, a lot of times you can you find people in, in coffee houses or bars or restaurants or whatever and stuff like that. And I, I do that a lot, you know, when, when I'm traveling and, and I'm working and stuff. But, you know, you could also do this ahead of time. You could, you could, you know, find friends or friends of friends online, maybe get hooked up with them that they live in the city or they've been to the city many times or whatever the case is, you know, and find places to go that are free or, or cheap places to eat or inexpensive hidden gems too, which is really good and um, fun to find. Yeah. And most times, you know, we found that locals, they'll offer us a suggestion that we, even though we read all the blogs and we like do a ton of research, obviously before we travel, they're just stuff that we don't know unless we're getting a local's perspective. You know, it's like, it is, it's finding that hidden gem of a restaurant or a cool bar to go to, or just just something really unique that we just wouldn't know about. Yeah, and we kind of that's how we do the podcast. A lot of times, we want to find locals, wh- whoever they are, in so many different areas of life. Uh, when we did our, our our Memphis one, our friend Drew Holcomb, who we've had on the show before, and he's going to be on the show pretty pretty much coming up soon too. That he he suggested the sandwich place, and we ate there like three times in that same trip. That we loved Mitchell's uh, Deli so much that he's like, oh, no, you want to go to this place. Yeah, and it was completely tucked away. So you, we would not have found it even if we had been searching for it. Probably we just, you know, stumbled upon it and got a recommendation. So just proof that there's always something unique that you can find from a local. And you know, another thing that that kind of goes along with those hidden gems are farmers markets. They've really boomed in the last few years. And I mean, farmers market, you can get so many different things. It's not just food anymore. You know, it's local arts and crafts. But it's a great way to walk around and have a few sample bites. You know, you can certainly walk around and not pay anything. But, you know, it's nice to be able to sample a few things, maybe get yourself a little snack or a little breakfast. Uh, But again, it's a great way to, you know, experience what's going on in that city. Yeah, I mean, you're going to get local merchants, you're going to get local growers, and like you said, you get you get a lot of samples a lot of times. Um, it's a cool way to get maybe a little souvenir as well, too. Most times they'll have, like, music and art or, you know, all kinds of different things and, and maybe even a theme thing during the holidays or whatever the case or is. Or even, like, a local bottle of wine, mm-hmm. you know, that you yeah, might totally. not have ever discovered before, but you can you know, taste something that's regionally different than what you'd find at your local yeah, and liquor a, store. And, and again, like food trucks too is, is a good thing. Um, actually, when we got married, uh, we found a local pizza food truck that we actually had at our wedding. They were at the uh, farmer's market and it's like, oh, let's check these guys out. Yeah. So you just never know, you know, what you'll stumble upon. Okay. And the last thing to do, and we've kind of talked about this a little bit, is Finding free museums or museums that have free days, which is really great, and you pretty much can find this in any city. And then also if you're near cities that have a national park as well, too. You know, national parks are really great because you can bike, hike, fish, swim, and even camp in a national park a lot of times for free. Um, And many of these cities, like I said, have inexpensive museums or they'll have 
free days uh, to go check out museums. Yeah. So when you're booking your travel, you know, make sure that you check that city, you know, hey, does it fall on one of those free days? So you can really, you know, go to if you're a museum person, go to all the museums that you want to explore on that particular day and, you know, save all that cash for something you, you really want to do. Okay, so like as we mentioned, you know, there's free museums and free things to do. So let's just talk about some maybe, maybe some cities that we've mentioned on the, on this podcast, or you know, we're going to maybe do in the future uh, about what is there to, free to do in the in those cities. Yeah, and the first city is D.C. that we have talked about, and I recently went there just a few months ago for the first time. And there's so many different free things that you can do in that city. They have hundreds of things listed on the Washington.org. Literally hundreds, which is amazing. Like a city like that has so many cool free things to do. Yeah, everything from cultural to music to historical, you know, things like the Smithsonian Museum, which includes 17 museums, galleries and the National Zoo. There's so much you can do for free. Those are all free because those are ta- tax da- taxpayer dollars that actually pay for for those museums, which is really awesome. Oh, is that where our money's going? That's, that's where money goes is, is to is to the Smithsonian museums. But those are some of the best museums. You got the Air and Space Museum. You got the 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 cultural one. Um, there's so many you know really cool museums there in DC that I, I absolutely love. One of the other things too that people might not think about is the White House tour. Uh, Library of Congress and Capitol buildings all have like a free component, either a free tour or you could just go check it out for free. And I think a lot of times people don't think about that. The White House one, you have to contact your local representative. So you have to actually try to get a ticket and everything. And they don't always have tours all the time, but but there's plenty of times a year that they do. So, you know, those are cool free things to do in D.C. Yeah, I, I totally think, you know. I should have taken advantage of more of those free things while I was there. Yeah. One of the other, uh, the next city we're going to talk about is Dublin. And this is a really cool thing that I found, and I did not know this existed. There's a local historian, Donald uh, Fallon. Uh, I don't know if he's related to Jimmy Fallon, but Donald Fallon. He created this um, three short themed walks, and it's it's an, it's an app. It's a podcast, I should say. And, and they also have an app as well, too, for it. But it's a podcast with broken up into three different walks, and, you know, they'll talk about, you know, Dublin's history highlights. They'll talk about the the uprising battles that they've had over the city, and then they also talk about fashion around and uh, Dublin and stuff. So this is through the Fitzwilliam Hotel, but you don't have to be a guest to to actually uh, take part of this. You can find this, and we'll have a, we'll have a link to to this uh, walking tour in Dublin. But this is free. It's a free podcast. How cool is that? Then they'll take you around Dublin. Yeah, I mean, all of those things I think are so great to do. You know, there's even city bikes in Dublin, free to use if you use 30 minutes at a time. There are, you know, over 450 bikes in 40 locations. So, you know, you're pretty sure that you're going to find a bike around. Cannot guarantee you that the weather will be good. But you'll be able to get on a bike. But people bike there all the time anyway. So there's, you know, even during the winter, people are going to bike there. But yeah, the, the key here is that's at 30 minutes of time, it will be free. After that, uh, I believe it charges you a little bit or whatever the case is. But so say if you're on a bike for 29 minutes, get you, off the bike, get off the bike, pull over. But then you can get another bike. If you get a separate bike, then it's the it continues to be for another 30 minutes or so. Yeah, and 30 minutes is a good amount of time yeah, before you want to stop and have a beverage and a snack, I think. Yeah, well, Dublin's a real walkable, bikeable city, too. So you can kind of take the bike in one direction, kind of maybe walk around, get another bike, and head back to your hotel or something like that, too. And normally you don't think that in foreign countries you could 
experience free activities. But, you know, in Paris, there are so many museums that are free or low cost. You could go to Notre Dame and stroll along the Seine for, you know, another view of the cathedral and really experience the cathedral without having to pay to go to the top of it. Yeah, I mean, you have to pay to go to the top of it. But if you just walk in, you can light a candle, you could do all kinds of other things, kind of walk around the grounds. And, you know, and that is one of the iconic places uh, to, to hang out in Paris and to to experience Paris. So, you know, that's really awesome that that is free uh, as well. Um, you know, there's, there's so many others, a lot of the, the art museums and, you know, different uh, sculptures and art museums that are also free in Paris. Paris as well, too. And I think a lot of times people don't think that. Yeah, when we went and stayed, we stayed in the Marais district. You know, Paris is made up of all these different, they call them arrondissements. And, th- and this is an iconic district in Paris as well. This is. This is the historic Jewish district. And it's great to walk around. There's a lot of vintage shops, bistros, and bars. And a lot of the restaurants in this area are open on Sundays, where a lot of restaurants around Paris and other arrondissements aren't. So it's a great place to explore on, you know, a Sunday when a lot of other things might be might be closed. And then, you know, one of the many festivals or events happening in the city is Fashion Week in February 2018. And you know, there's a lot of different events that are free that kind of coincide with that. Yeah, they have a bunch of different festivals throughout the year in, in Paris. And so why not maybe, you know, if you're planning to go to Paris, maybe you coincide your trip to be around that time. It's fashion week. You know, how cool would that be? Because there's all kinds of celebrities and different, they have different, you know, fashion events throughout the entire week. So so that would be pretty cool. And yeah, and the and the, the, the Marais, you know, also has all kinds of really cool vintage shops and bistros and bars to hang out. Um, we stayed on the street where Jim Morrison from The Doors died. So there's a lot of historic, really cool things as well. Yeah, and, you know, where we live, L.A. Which we don't always go out and explore a lot of different things, but but people come here, you know, think about all the iconic things to do uh, in Los Angeles. Like, oh, oh, I've always wanted to go to such and such. There's a lot of free things to do. There are a ton of free things. I mean, again, if you love museums, like L.A. is such a great place. There are free museum days. You could experience, you know, Griffith Park Observatory, which has awesome views. You could hike around there. Seen in many movies. Yep. The Getty Center, very famous in Getty Villa and and Malibu is a really popular place. And then the urban lights that are outside of the Los Angeles County Museum of Arts is another place that a lot of people like to go and take pictures and just explore without, you know, having to pay to, to experience that. Yeah, I mean, you have to pay to go into the museum, but a lot of time, but then they will have a free day as well every month, I believe it is there. Um, but yeah, the, the urban lights that have been there now for several years now, that's an iconic, you know, Instagram worthy view of, of Los Angeles. And hiking is a big activity in L.A. People hike all the time. You'll see people's Instagram posts, posting on different trails. One of the most popular is called Runyon Canyon. And atop the canyon, you can see views of, you know, the San Fernando Valley, Pacific Ocean, if it's a clear day. And the Hollywood sign, Griffith Observatory. You can really just kind of see a 360-degree view. Again, if you've got a clear day and it's not smoggy, it's not windy, it's not foggy. But we do have days where you can see all the way out to the coast and kind of all around you. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, there's also like if, if you uh, read, you know, People Magazine or anything like that or see it online, if you see stars hiking, most times they're going to be in, in Runyon Canyon. So it's a popular place. But this is a really cool place, I think, to go. It's free. Um, you, you may have to 
pay for some parking or something like that, or you could find a spot, you know, around Griffith Park. But, uh, you know, this is a really cool place to see the, the Hollywood sign, you know, and, and it's better than going in, in into really Hollywood and looking up and from the street or something like that. You really kind of are connecting with nature and, you know, and seeing another iconic L.A. thing to do. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just an inspiration that when you travel, you don't have to blow your budget on doing things in that city. Or even if you're just in your city where you live. I mean, I know there are tons of free things to do in every single city. It's just about finding it. Sometimes we get stuck in a rut, especially in the city that we live in. And, you know, we're like, oh, what do we do? I don't know what to do. Everything costs money. But just a reminder that, you know, you could find all of these fun things to do and really experience any city you're in. So as always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna Game. You can check out Jeff on Instagram at The Traveling Game. And if you love this podcast, do me a favor, share it with your friends, shout it out on social media, and head on over to the link in the show notes and leave us a review. 